with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of trim sitting down by the street. The leads him to the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on the ride Welcome, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning, 79, right here live in the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Or you can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. In the bunkhouse, per usual, is Cody Ryan. Good morning, America. (laughs) <laughs> You're still perfecting that, I see. It's been years. Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. Is in the house. Road Ranch is the ranch hand that gets here early. Gets the gate open. Comes up here. Fires up the old pot belly stove. Pours some water over the coffee grinds from last week. Put a screw in the screen door hinge. And puts foil on the antenna. Which is really just a coat hanger. Duct tape to the side of the building. Um... But we're here. I, uh, I'm excited about today. Man, yesterday, this weekend's been packed. I've been to uh, to a wedding. Wedding? A funeral. Uh, had friends over at the house for a dinner party. Just need to go to a baby shower and uh, you'd have it man. all. Man. It was... Just you go shopping at Bed Bath so, and Beyond. Too, so or what? Well, well, if we have time, I'm not, you know if, what? If, if we have, time. I'm not shopping at Bed Bath and Beyond, and I, I don't want to shop at H E B because they took Mike Lindell's pillow out off their shelves. Oh, those, I can't believe all that. Can you believe? Apparently, H E B's got some cuckoo nuts running their place now. What what are we supposed to do about that? Now I'm going to have to go to Brookshire's. That's it. I'm what are drive, you talking I'm about? Drive drive to what are you talking about? That guy that uh, my, my pillow. pillow. He's yeah. a huge conservative. Yeah, I know. You I know, know, it's one of our guys, and and uh, well, I don't know. And I somebody, mean, be careful. He, I'm not bit. No, I know who he is. And and uh, uh, <laughs> and, and all so of a sudden, backlash. you know, the yeah. the the activist, you know, had some thing go out after the people that carried his pillows, and 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 the corporations. Just started falling one at a time, and just weak, what, weak, what, weak backbones. What do they call that now? Uh, the the cancel society. Yeah, is that what it is? So we're gonna just cancel yeah. They got them. woke, man. They got oh, woke. You done got woke. 
I don't mm. even know what that means let, yet. Let, let's I don't know that, but I'm using, there. I'm using it because... Let's ask Road everybody, Rash what that means Everybody when you say in the outdoor woke. zone be woke. It's 7 a.m., baby. <laughs> no, Road Rash. So right? Y'all woke what, up. <laughs> what is, can, you, uh, can you hit your mic? What is your opinion of, quote, the woke when we say... What does that mean? Uh, it's like, you know, you got your eyes open, man. You're not one of the sheeple, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the sheeple? The sheeple. <laughs> Okay, well, see the other side's been using right. sheep though too. So I check, uh, I I look at all news sources just to see, uh, you know, because both sides are so far off that I mm-hmm. figure you find a good medium if you listen to both sides, and and, then and choose your uh, own or don't do anything. Trump supporters are called sheeple, according to the opposing side, which I thought is funny. Dude, fifty percent. You go to the grocery store. Half the people in it are one on one side, and half are on the other side. That's just the way it is, man. So we're you all know, sheeple. After listening to just who's your shepherd? After listening to hey, write that down. That's a t-shirt. You know the Stonewall Jackson thing. After listening to that book, right? That we, me and Cody shared. Yeah, it was a bonding moment. What? For us. We read yeah. a book together. Yeah, the uh, it's part I, of the book club that together. we're in now. And and it was Stonewall I wasn't Jackson. Invited. You, were. you were. Yeah, you were. You, you no, were sent I wasn't. the audio version. Yeah, I just clicked on it and downloaded it. the app. I Great. Actually, downloaded three apps trying to find the right one that it as, would work. As Cody said, it was the original KOZ kid. Was uh, Stonewall. Stonewall right? Jackson. Yeah, it was so, just a biography. Anyway, in the whole thing, it just reminded me of the civil. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. Civil, in the Civil, Civil War. Whoa. whoa. In the Civil War, Civil I mean, woke. people just got so mad at each other, they started yelling at each other, and nobody would listen, and guess what it turned into? I mean, we're... we're we uh, are... My house wait, on a... Wait, from that. Uh, How do you ask? Let me My guess. house on uh, a Thursday? <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Your house before company so comes over? Yesterday, <laughs> people <laughs> war zone. People were <laughs> people were woke yesterday in a way that they were out. I mean, uh, you know, I live over by Moon Tower and it was completely packed up and down. The that road. is highly illegal. Well, they don't care. Somebody man. needs people, to call the mayor. People want to go out and they want to be outside. This is perfect Austin, Texas weather. Right? I mean, people are tired of being inside, being strapped. See, when you say woke, that's right. I that's think why they were woke That's yesterday. why they're camping all around here. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're camping everywhere. Yeah, right. It's beautiful weather here in Texas. You know, we in should Austin, do that. Texas. We should go do the show from under the bridge and, uh, you know, just. No, I don't want to do it from there. there. I was thinking on the way here, I was thinking, I'm going to go by that big rock pile in the middle of Zilker Park. Put up a tent there and some camping. Get get my little camping stove and stuff. Uh-huh. That'd be a beautiful place to camp. Where it would in Zilker Park, where they had that pile of rocks in the in the middle, where they used to do the the musicals and stuff. And uh, it sounds terrible. This great the spot. I was thinking, why don't we go camp there? Or by That'd the be cool. or by the Zephyr, the Zephyr train. You could have a water yeah sword. camp down there. Yeah. yeah, under and there's a little the bridge and go, go fishing. Dropped. Go fishing. Train's done. I know. It's because people thought no the COVIDs. Mm, it's bad. The no, COVID it wasn't trains. COVID. It was before COVID. But anyways, Amtrak shut down all their Amtrak trains. Shut down all their eating cars and their 
uh, and all the places you want to ride and train and enjoy. I know, but but they uh, serve you meals. They give you a little meal and they bring it to your. Oh yeah, cabin. like that's going to be good. Yeah, a little but, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. My they mom, do it on an airplane. My mom, Same, no, they bring you food. No, not anymore. You know, Southwest made like eighty million dollars more by opening up middle seats. They they uh, were like, hmm, I think we're going to do this. We're gonna we're 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 well, gonna stop doing they're what doing other it, people say. At least at least they're doing it in a way that they're not saying, "Oh, hey, you're breathing. That's an extra twenty five dollars on well, our plane if you the, breathe." What's the difference between you got a mask on and you're nothing? You're, you're two what, foot, was it, what was apart. it? What was it? What was it? Social at, uh We have a we have a buddy who has uh, PTSD. Yes. In our Tuesday night men's Bible study, and he mm-hmm. cannot wear a mask. Uh, those are his scientific and uh, doctor, <laughs> he, re, re, you know, that's his stuff. But yeah. he said that uh, he was confronted by somebody, and there was a package with a mask on it next to him, and it says, does not control virus spreading of viruses right on the mask. It's yeah. like, I don't understand that. Anyway, so, hey, it's Moving beautiful right out there. Uh, <laughs> well, the point being, I think, is that people are woke to being, I, we got to get outside. We got to start life again. We got to get going. So, And that's it. That's it. I mean, I, it's like a, a prison where they only have, people are just saying, no, no, don't go. Don't, you know, warden. There's only a couple of them, right? They could, uh, we're all going to get up and just go, we're done with this. A buddy of mine. We're done. We're, we're just breaking down the doors and doing what we're going to do. A buddy of mine two months ago, his uh, he has a little financial guy that helps him with some stocks. And Is stuff. he little? I mean, a short? No. Um, and okay. uh, the guy called him and said, hey, Small I want to flip some of our money and you can get in on this. You, you know, we'll do 5,000 a year or two. We're going to buy GameStop oh. two months ago. Yeah, and he goes GameStop. Yeah. They're closing stores and all that. I don't. I, I'm not going to get in that. And he said, "Okay, I'm just telling you, we're we're thinking something's fixing to happen there." And he denied it. He called me. I talked to him this weekend. He said, "I would be at from five thousand. I'd be at fifty thousand." Well, that right whole now. weird thing, man. So, did you want to talk about the kid? Or is that a later? Well, no. Yeah, we can talk about it. So there's a little a little kid. His mom bought him. Was teaching him about finances and stuff. Bought him a uh, a couple of shares of GameStop stock because he, I'm you know, played video games. And, yeah. Hey, let's see how this company does. He's a fifth grader, by fifth the way. Fifth grader yeah. teaching him economics, which is brilliant. And uh, and then all of a sudden they have this big slam on the GameStop thing. That whole uh, thing that happened and, this week, yeah. and we're not going to get into that, obviously. Uh, that'll be a different show on a different day, but we are stock uh, minded. Yes, we are and, very and, uh, smart hedge, with hedge funds. Yes, we'd like to talk about the outdoor zone hedge fund. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are starting <laughs> right now. If you would, but send anyways, your money. he got online. Right, he got online and bought. He bu- they sold bought it. They bought sh- stock. A couple of uh, shares. Only of stock. a couple sh- shares. But yeah, yeah, she ended up selling it, and he made. Uh, he made. Twenty twenty two hundred dollars. So he took his like 
I had like nine or ten shares or yeah, something, something like that. Like that. You know? and, and turned it into 3200 Cashed it in. His mom made him put 2200 in the bank, and the rest is for his next investment opportunity. But anyway, in that, in that, that interesting world we live in where people start to uh, you know work against hedge funds and why GameStop just jumped out of the roof and now people are going crazy, and one guy started that whole thing. It's just so we it's got a lot to talk now. about today. We're going to talk about some gun rights stuff. We got some uh, hunting and fishing stuff. Man, the the fishing is it's it's happening, baby. I got it's lit up. I got an itchy palm. That means that <laughs> I, the coast, man, they're cr- they're creaming them down. I mean, the huge trout down on the coast, and uh-huh. a lot of hunting and fishing going on right now. Just because deer season's over doesn't mean we slow down at all. No, next, and actually, it gets going for me, but uh, we'll crank things up here as uh, as the month pro uh, goes on, moves on. We're going to the next uh, phase. I know, I know what we got going on. McBride's guns on. with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, and we're going to okay. be talking about it today. You're going to have to stay with us to hear about this. We're going to keep you updated on everything. They're trying to do about your guns, our guns, and uh, although ours fell off the back of the boat in the ocean. I don't even know. And I, it was a horrible one. accident. I would love one. Uh, <laughs> family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. Hey, if you've got somebody that's got a collection that they're trying to get valued and then sell, they can help you with that. An estate sale, they can help you with that. All your firearms, the McBrights has a staff has staff to help you with that. Looking for your personal carry? They can help you with that with that too. McBride's same place it's been for years. 30th and Lamar. Call them 472-3532 or online. McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Yeah, they actually got a buyback program at McBride's too. <laughs> <laughs> They'll buy back your dangerous firearms. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Stick around as the sun's just coming up over central Texas. God bless America. God bless the United States. We'll talk Amen. fishing on the flip side. You get it only one place right here every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 or 24-7-365, theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. TJ Granny, Cody Ryan, beefsteak. Oh, yeah. And a road rash. There's still time to get a fast start in 2021 from the number one sales leader in Austin that's given you thousands in red tag discounts during the Start Something New sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Buy the all-new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star with thousands off MSRP and 0% APR for 60 months, or the 2020 Jeep Gladiator, Renegade, Compass, Cherokee, all with thousands off MSRP. These year-end prices are still here for a very limited time, so there's absolutely no time to wait. Come see the Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram sales leader who will save you thousands now. Now, Maxwell Supercenter, 62183 in Austin. See all the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So, <laughs> fishing. Yeah, yeah. 
So fishing season's uh, just getting going. Oh, man. man. And it is. It's kicking off with a bang. Lake, Lake Sam Rayburn. We talked about a guy uh, several weeks ago that caught, uh, I believe it's the biggest one-day bag in history. It was like 49 pounds. Averaged almost a 10-pounder in a FLW, uh, FLW BFL tournament. A one-day Pro-Am tournament that goes on the bfl series and the same guy entered the toyota series which is kind of the triple a kind of the minor league you know level but it's still a multi-day tournament three-day tournament well he goes out on day one tied for 59th place after day one not a big surprise you know caught a caught a limit and keeping himself in the hunt day two catches like 39 pounds moves from 59th tied for 59th to first place with a 12 pound lead going into the final day i mean crushes them this is a crushes second, this is a different tournament different tournament same wow. guy uh comes in uh yet final day yesterday they make the cut to the top 10 final day he has a limit in the boat a small limit not not going to win at that point. Very last cast, catches one over 10 pounds. Catches a 10-pounder. That's that last cast thing, right? Last cast. Wins by, wins by, you know, uh, 13 pounds, something like that. Um, so he possibly could have won. Who is you this know, guy, without, by the way? What's his uh, name? His name, Derek, his name is Derek Mundy, and uh, just a... You know, a is guy that in the that tournament that, that TR was fishing? It is. So uh, the Toyota Series MLF bought FLW. We talked about that months ago, mm-hmm. or a year ago, I guess. Now, yeah, over a year ago, I guess the acquisition happened. I will say, I don't give a lot of credit to MLF and some of the things they've done, but the FLW, the the. Uh, as far as the website, they've converted now everything over to Major League Fishing. Everything is Major League Fishing Toyota Series. They know series. what they're doing, huh? It's not FLW anymore. It just links straight over to MLF. But the website and how they post the results is so much improved over any of the other leagues. So they took something. So, they took the good parts of it, huh? Well, they didn't take it over they yeah, they, well, they made a whole new uh I brought, I guess presentation on the website anyway it's a lot easier than any other league has ever been to find results and and that kind of stuff it which has good. always been uh, it's always been tough as weird as that sounds clunky. on the websites it's Kinda just clunky, hard to figure yeah. out how to navigate and they've found a way that it's easy to navigate now and find results and the coverage is pretty easy to find. I've had a struggle with it with MLF before they bought FLW. I couldn't figure out how to navigate their website prior when they just had the MLF, the Major League Fishing. Before they added FLW, I couldn't figure out how to well, understand the- their website. But now they've kind of got a new face on it, I guess, with the FLW stuff. At least that <clears throat> portion is easy to find during the event. I could find results. During the wedding we were at this weekend, weekend and uh, able to scroll That's through it and you find it real at. soon. Uh-huh. So. Well, you know, one of the things about websites, and we find it on the Kids Outdoor Zone website, and um, it is so 
you have got to be mobile friendly. You have be, got to be able to use the uh, phone to find what the, yes. and you have to know what the top thing people are looking for. And that's got to be watch the videos, live video, be able to click on that and find mm-hmm. that easy and find the stats. Cause I know when, um, on the BASS site, when you're fishing those, yeah. I've fumbled around there a little bit to try and get the live feed going and, you know, and, and it is, it is an ever, cause we find it on our website, the ever changing, you know, sim, you have to make it simple, but you have to carry good information. It's a tough thing. So if, if they're finding, and then you're not, you know, I, I got some people who are not young techies that are looking at my stuff. They're not young techies that'll dig real deep and figure it out if it's not easy to find. So it's a, it's a, um, it's a trick to get that information done well. And so kudos to them for that. Yeah, it was great to be able to click through and find the stats easy enough and, and all that. So, um, yeah, it seemed to be a lot of fish being caught, a lot of fish. Uh, my buddy that I'll be traveling the National Professional Fishing League with this year, uh, you know. He, he was, and yeah, we should he, have TR on the phone. He, you know, struggled in the event himself, but uh, said, you know, practice was great. The co-anglers he fished with did great. They, you know, so there was a lot of fish to be caught, but finding those bigger fish, which can be a, you know, a tough deal this time of year. Speaking of National Professional Fishing League, I'll be kicking off this season um, fishing the new league, the league that is un- proven at this point not proven untested untested yeah that's a good word yeah and uh but we'll see uh, i think it's going to be a great year I, th- I think a lot of the guys uh, it's exciting it or, isn't it i mean everybody's good. excited yeah i think everybody's excited it's a new high entry fee high payout uh league that i think will grow and as as guys uh find it and you know the the their thing is is that you've got over 2000 colleges that now have fishing teams you've got thousands and thousands of high schools that have fishing teams there's tournaments that go off every single weekend on every single tournament lake across the nation it seems but there's only a couple routes to the professional leagues 200 spots the farm the farm 200, teams is 200 places yeah 200 places in the pros ranks to make it to the fishing league. Oh. There's some semi-pro stuff, the opens and all that kind of stuff that I'm fishing. But to make it into the biggest of bigs where you're paying $5,000 in entry fee and potential to win, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in fishing, there's only 200 spots. And you've got thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of, of young people well, that's growing a, up now like that, that are trying any... to make it but it's not it's not this is far harder by numbers to make it into a, to be an actual professional bass fisherman than it is in baseball well, football so if you were talking to younger sports. kids what would you tell them i mean if you're getting into the well, so I'm saying, Don't let me it. bring this around. <laughs> okay. The National Professional Fishing League is another outlet that they're opening up for those folks to go. 
It's a if good you don't make it okay. into the Bassmaster Elite Series, you're not one of those 100. You don't make it into the MLF uh, Bass Pro Tour. You're not one of those 100 people. Then you have another outlet, another 125, and there's plenty of people out there willing That's to fish at this level. Thought. Do you think more and of these are going to pop up? No, I don't think we have room for a whole lot more. Um, money, but money wise, or yeah, just, just money. I mean, it can only be spread so far. So what's got to so happen can. now is, is they got to get the major league fishing, the BASS, and the national professional fishing, and the winner of each one of those go into a Super Bowl. Go into the Super Bowl. Well, they've Super talked about that for bowl. years, and it'll never happen. Well, it'll never ever happen. Why? It just, it won't. Well, the, the Super Bowl the, the, now Each is... league themselves, this is different than, this is different than any other sport out there. Each league is independently owned and out for themselves as a business. So you don't have the American League and National League, and it's all one conglomerate that works together. You right. have independent businesses that are all out for themselves. You're not going to send... Three plumbing companies aren't going to send their best plumbers uh, up against each other because if you don't win, then you're not a you're not the superior. I don't league. know. I don't know. I bet you they'd get you're a not whole the superior plumber. bunch of people you know, looking at them. I think the MLF that's what they wanted, right? They wanted to be the king of it, didn't they? Well, yeah, but I now mean, you got some guys going back. I mean, it's it's not what it. I don't think it's turned into what the vision necessarily was, but all uh-huh. visions change and morph, and and uh, I I don't know I don't know what the vision was, but I do know. But I do like the payouts and the different things they're doing, right? I mean, money money is going. The payouts are terrible in any fishing league. You have to catch <laughs> bass. That's what it boils down to, and you have to have sponsorships. And so the the trick is is to find. A another job and not bass fish kids basically is what I brought it all there. Wow! So go to school, okay. go to school and stay off drugs. Well, if you if bass fishing's not your thing, maybe bow hunting is. <laughs> there you go. Archery country is a place to get all your gear if you want to start into bow hunting. Hey, just recreational archery is through the roof right now. What a great way to get the kids outside. Archery country has all the gear you need for three D shooters. They have all the gear for your kids. They have the Genesis bows in-house with all the right arrows. They can help you get geared, get your kids geared up. Um, and if you're a hunter, now's the time to get your bow. Go over there and see what kind of specials they got running. Uh, archery trade shows coming up. And uh, they're going to be getting their new stuff. They're going to need to make room for it. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day at Austin's Archery Country. 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. All right. Uh, This week's News of the Weird coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Walk along the river, sweet love. 
All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse on a beautiful, beautiful, this is the last day of January 2021, rolling straight into 2021. It's a beautiful day here in the capital city of Texas, Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful make, day. It's make the Outdoor Zone. Sh- make sure you are uh, keep rolling. You got to go to Sun Auto Service. Make sure everything keeps rolling into 2021. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. Well, it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. They're family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. You know, they use ASC certified technicians, and you can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips plus specials every single week on their Facebook page. SunAutoService.com, locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and their newest location in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go see our friends, SunAutoService.com. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Man, uh, so I happened across looking at your um, looking at your uh, news feed to us this week, beef. I saw this one article, man busted for storing 900 propane <laughs> tanks in Brooklyn Warehouse. And there's some funny things around I, this. I was wondering about it. And so, you know, the the tanks that you use to store your, yeah. for your barbecue grill. Or, or other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He, outdoor heaters. That's the big deal, right? Right. And so there was this guy, and he uh, he had a mini warehouse, storage warehouse, little deal there. And apparently he was buying them and storing them in there. For somebody else. For a friend. For a friend. For a friend. Yeah. This is all for a friend. Yeah. It was a business <laughs> deal he was working on. And, um, but the, I thought it was really interesting. He had 900 of them there in New York. Somebody said, hey, this guy's storing propane tanks. The fire marshal found out about it, and they thought, you know, hey, if there's a fire, it's going to blow this whole city block apart. You know, yeah. one of those deals. Storing 900. 900 gallon. of them. I mean, I got three or four around my house, and they're a pain. Can you imagine 900 packed into a warehouse? Yeah, that's that's a for trouble. And so they, uh, but what they was the started. Guy's name that so ran that's the what that was the thing where they, where they started looking at uh, who he is. His name was Mohammed Mohammed. <laughs> okay, and so we won't read anything. Look, I'm into not that. trying just... to profile or anything, but that <laughs> that there may be more to that. Than just trying to now the the uh, what he said was he was storing up these tanks because the the outside uh, restaurants and stuff and and then he was reselling them and it it, it was for a, the heaters for the heaters on the New York the, and, and sidewalks and, yeah and all that, doing right? all that stuff where they were forced outside and you know they do got to have those they do got to have those kind of and tanks they do run through propane I will tell you I've got one. The big ones run through. I got one oh, too. Fast, I've just never man. ran it very long, but uh but 
you know, his excuse was good. It was just his his name that kind of throws it off a little bit. And I don't mean to be racially profiling. I'm just in New York City, a guy with 900 propane tanks. Can you imagine everybody the and the and yeah. the and the cops are thinking that too. They're yeah. trying to figure out what to do with the that. fire department. Was like, hey, we've got a guy named Muhammad Muhammad, and he's got 900 propane tanks in storage. So I moved a propane tank yesterday. Maybe he's friends with Hank Hill. Hank Y'all don't know. <laughs> they might Maybe. be. Propane and propane accessories. You know, They're about to start the biggest propane company in the nation. You just He's just... He's behind the curve. He should have been going already. He's stockpiling his, his uh, reserves for a huge undertaking of the propane industry. Do you remember when uh, Blue the, Rhino's out? Mohammed Mohammed <laughs> Propane is you know, in Blue Blue Mohammed or Mohammed Rhino, but you know Maragas got into that huge you know settlement just happened right that uh, they yeah where they took gas out of their tanks and didn't tell anybody and kept charging the same amount of money basically they uh, and I yeah. was using them so oh, they, they didn't they didn't fill them all the way there right. was a sell, they, they were only going to about sixty percent. And so uh, there but was, but they a, never changed their price. Yes, and that was the problem, because so. they were misrepresenting it. So if you want to, if you can prove that you bought a gas tank from Blue Rhino or Amerigas, you can get a five dollars back. You just got to figure out what the weight is. Five dollars, right? You got to figure out what the weight is on a full tank of Man, propane. It's new, not worth my time. My you new, know, and, and Rick Burr was telling me, like, I don't ever go buy those. I go straight to the R V right. camp and they fill it up all the way and it's well, it's worth your time if you got nine hundred of them. <laughs> well legally I guess the law says only eighty percent. Because they oh, need really? room for expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Texas you can't uh, fill them I just all use the propane taxi. I don't uh, they come pick it up. I don't know how much they're putting in there, but it's enough. Tractor Supply is my new go-to, man. It's enough I'll to burn them deer steaks. But you know what's Jeez. interesting? I burned two. I burned them last night. Propane, I, it's a good thing. And I, I will. Th- a friend of mine that lived down in Houston when the hurricane came through and uh, flooded his house, and he stayed back and uh, rebuilt it himself. He took three months off of work, a sabbatical, to rebuild his house down in Laporte. And I he said LaPorte. the one thing that saved him is Little do people know that the gas lines are still running, even though electricity and everything else is out. And so he had a gas generator, and he just hooked up to that, went 24-7. Right off, nobody said a word. It just keeps flowing. There's always pressure, no matter what. And Real I thought nice. that was kind of cool. So I was thinking, that's what you do with a backup generator for your house. What you don't do is uh, talk about propane for an entire segment. Jeez. So Louise. one of the things I, that oh you gave gosh. me, you gave me an I, adapter. Oh, so for go. my camping yes. uh, cylinders, yes, you gave me an adapter that goes on my grill tanks. These five five gallon tanks, uh huh, and it fills up my little green ones. Yeah, you just have to do it the right way. I mean, you have to turn it upside down, turn it off, right, screw it in. Turn it upside down, then fill up that one little the, the green can. ones. But the secret to that is to put your little green propane in the freezer, and it condenses all of that vapor in there to the very smallest, smallest. And so when you put that on there, not only is it the vapor pushing in from the twenty pound, but it's also got you know vacuum in there. 
and it fills more of it up. Someone asked me, how do I know if I'm at 80%? How do you know if you're at 80%? <laughs> I don't know, doctor. I guess, you know. Or I try to get 100% if I can, you know. But maybe that's why those bottles have those dimples. They're kind of like, you know, stretched out a little bit. Mm. Maybe. Y'all are scaring don't the camp, heck out of me. Don't camp with him. <laughs> Man. No, what? Ta- so just fill don't them up. Don't camp to- with either one of you. You're so kidding? What you do is you weigh it ahead of time, right? And then you just fill it and, and fill it up. Those are one pound cans. So, you know, 80%. Yeah. 0. 0.8. Yeah, that's so not going to happen. Divided by I can see you out there with your wife. Your wife goes 12, into the bathroom and ten percent. Where's my scale? Three point two. That on the back porch, honey. I'm using it to fill up propane tanks. We'll just get Cody's fish scale I'm out of the back bunch, of the boat. Saving a bunch of money on filling up these green tanks that are four dollars a piece. They are, man. It gets expensive. Don't tell me that. I spent twenty-three dollars on an adapter, and now I, I got to freeze the these canisters. I just have the adapter in case. In Don't case. tell me that. It's a beautiful thing to fill your own propane. If you got a heater, you, but little you're buddy not heater, filling your own propane. You're buying a filled tank and putting it into another empty tank. A very small that costs four dollars a piece, and it cost me cents to hook it up and fill it myself. It doesn't cost you cents because you bought the big tank to begin with. I know, but that's only compared to four dollars a uh, for one pound. You paid thirty dollars for the tank. No, no, you don't pay thirty. Tell no. them about your little secret thing that you do about the. About tank, I don't understand. About going next door and get the neighbors' tanks <laughs> and swapping them out when they're not looking. You don't understand. It's not okay. You don't. You, no, you, I don't understand. When the math. you buy those at four dollars a piece, you're paying an outrageous amount of money. So well, I can tell you $4. that four dollars. We don't use. We How don't often use, do you use your Coleman stove that you're really have, getting the quantity for the it's deer like, blind, bro? It's like buying a Yeti just because you want to save money on ice. If you're sitting outside smoking a cigar and it takes you I 45 love minutes, you've got to. You have don't a buy li- it to save money on ice. That's not the you argument. You buy it because it's you prestigious. buy it because it's a Yeti. And, I, and it uh, does hold ice, but you're not using it I as an so, economic. Do you have any gallons purchase. of white gas? It's not an economical yes. purchase. It's so, not a money-saving purchase. You? Yeah, why do you need some? No, 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 no. I have some. Oh, you want to trade? So, Just like those 40 they're cows. They're ignoring so, me because I got I'm nine, right. I got 9 and 40 to trade. They so want to be got, old, and they want to do things I got their way. Gallons oh, of boils old, down I've got gallons of Coleman fuel, which is, in the old terms, it's called white gas. It's a pure gas. You and, have pure uh, gas. That's called moonshine, brother. And uh, oh, Ricky McGee was. And I got I got stoves and lanterns that run off of it, and uh, I guarantee if you want to see see or cook something after the apocalypse, you'd be coming over to my house saying, "Atlanta, hey, what what is that? I got a can of beans here. I need to heat up." I was going to give you all a report on Bigfoot, but that's fine. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Short Raw Bar and Grill. Man, I. I'll tell you what, I get the regular updates and the Facebook updates from Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Drives me nuts because <laughs> their food, I mean, every week they come up with something different. They had a gumbo this week that was just to die for. Homemade bruschetta breads oh. and uh, it's excellent. Shore Raw Bar and Grill, hottest new restaurant in Austin, serving regional coastal cuisine, flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They got... Uh, appetizers and drink specials, lots of live music over there now. What a what more better time 
uh, to go sit out on the patio and hear some live music or inside and have some live music. Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder killed it with Shore Raw Barn Grill. 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Barn Grill, ShoreATX.com for details, ShoreATX.com for details. Sure, Raw Barn Grill. Go get you some. Coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It is the first hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Now, that was supposed to be a pre. Well, here we go. You know, Beefsteak here. I've got the biggest news in Honda history. Now you can buy a new Honda with 0% financing. What? Did I say that correctly? That's right. You heard me. Buy a new Honda with 0% financing available. The time to trade up to a Honda is now. At your Central Texas Honda dealers, the 2021 HRV, the Pilot, and the 2020 Ridgeline all with 0% financing available. See the details yourself at centraltexas.com or you can just head over to Central Texas Honda Dealers at First Texas Honda, Howty Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. All right, welcome back to the bunkhouse. It's just an old tin shack, but we meet with you here every week. You are the regulators that keep this guy this show going. We're your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show brought to you live here in the bunkhouse. Now it's time for this week's game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So, oh, so we're going to do a Game Warden Field Notes that is... I, it's different. No, it's not different because I changed different. it. I changed it. Uh, a sharpshooting Kansas game warden shot off a piece of a horn and freed a pair of deer Thursday that locked antlers, saving them from what could have been an excruciating death, wildlife officials say. Did y'all see this or hear about this? Yeah. I I just think it takes balls to Well, we've shoot seen like this before. This is not the first time we've seen it. We've seen it here in Texas, and this happened in Kansas, I think, it's just, I mean, to be able to do that, but you either, I mean, they're going to, if you miss and you shoot one. Well, that's what I'm thinking. You got one dragging you got the other one, one around. You one dead. You might as well shoot the other one. Well, but, no, 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 no. You got one dead if you shoot one in the head, right? And the other one's not going to be able to drag it that fast. You can get some more shots off. Or 
Then you got two, you got got two that are for sure going to die if they stay locked up, right? You you hear about the headers find those deer in different ranches. The probability is very high, yes. Yeah, that they're both going to end up dead. So, well, what I do you mean, think it's about, worth the gamble. What do you think about just getting a battery-powered Sawzall and uh, going out there? No, that's and, the worst idea. We do not, on the outdoor zone, uh, suggest going up to wild animals at any point and... I'd say put on my outdoor onesie and go for it. Yeah. Snake boots and onesie. And it only takes one little slip up. I remember this from a rodeo that we went to in Zapata, Texas one time. We were in Zapata, Texas fishing Lake Falcon, uh, TJ and I, my dad, and I was about nine years old. Thanks for clearing that and up. And we yeah. had gone, well, not everybody knows that. That's true. So we were down there in Zapata, Texas fishing Lake Falcon. And there was a rodeo going on in Zapata. Do you remember the rodeo coming to town? Vaguely. Yeah. So we went to the rodeo looking for things to do. We were he there does. probably. It's pretty common. It was probably a spring break, I would guess. Spring break trip to Lake Falcon. We did that quite a few times. And uh, down there fishing during the days. But also, you know, there's only so many, so much fishing you can do in a week of in Zapata, Texas. So looking for other things to do. Went to the rodeo. They had a bull. I remember, in a cage, just, it wasn't like one of the ones they were riding or anything. It was just in a pen, is all I remember. It was in this round pen, and you could walk straight up to it, to the round pen. I mean, there wasn't like a fence around a fence. It was just like the the gate yep, with a like, small pen, and it was about the size of a small bedroom that this bull was in, right? And I walk up to it, and the bull's just got his head right up against the fence. And so I reached through the fence, and I <laughs> scratch its nose, you know, because I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's you don't get it. to pet a bull on the face very often. Well, he just barely nudged his nudged his head. I mean, barely. Like, didn't do anything aggressive. Didn't... <laughs> nothing aggressive. Just barely nudged his head, and my fingers got smashed in between that fence and that bull's head, just barely moving it. And you remember that? Vaguely, now. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Don't you remember? And I just remember my and... fingers swelled up, and, you know, I think I, they didn't break or anything, but they, you know, swelled up, and, you know, I think I had like a one of those pressure wounds, you know, probably, you know, Broken lost a nail or something. The skin. And so it's just, I, I, I had the realization at that point that, wow, you they don't have to make a big dramatic movement to cause major damage and so i i gave up my bull riding career at that point i had never ridden one <laughs> but i decided i was done uh no but i would it's the same thing with these deer right deer. you try and go up to them they don't have to make a crazy move for that antler to stick up in just the right place in between your rib cage and tickle your heart and rip the aorta away from the wow. rest of your body, and you're done. That went dark place real fast. <laughs> Man, tickle your aorta. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, you know, was that? The, right? The, you know, it's those it's those accidents that happen in the blink of an eye, like the like the guy who had the, the Australian crocodile hunter, you know? He's swimming in the ocean, and comes upon a ray and and the ray just whips for one second just whoosh, and man he's he's got the deal in his heart and it's done it's over 
So, yeah, and you hear people, you hear people, you know, a couple times a year maybe that get caught up in a deal with the deer and they get, uh, they yeah. get an antler through their rib or or a know, hoof or, or a hoof or or oh, the guys that get the uh, the steer horn underneath the chin up in yeah you know just oh there goes the bottom so of I got yeah that's gotta hurt so when I was gonna hurt tomorrow. So do not go up to what long story short, don't go up to the deer, call the game warden, let him try and shoot off an antler. Apparently, the couple of times I we've heard about it, that. they're doing pretty good. They must have a sighted it in works. really well. It works. So when I was a kid, my grandpa, uh, we went out, uh, he had cows, bulls, pigs, we had it all right on the farm. And uh, do you remember those big five, those bushel baskets, those steel ones they've got, we call them uh, gut you know, gut buckets now, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. they were made out of steel back right. then. Galvanized. Galvanized. Galvanized steel, right. Well, um, so we used to feed with that. Well, this bull got extremely angry, and it uh, jumped back over the fence, and my grandpa was like, get over the fence right now! So it jumped over, and that thing just came up there, looked at us, and just in a blink of an eye, he just took and put his neck against it and went, and it was just like a pop can. It just... It just went it. to nothing. That steel, that great big steel bushel basket. And uh, at that time, I knew that bulls are not, don't mess with bulls. Well, animals are, are get... animals, and I, I don't care if it's a dog or a, or whatever. They're they're animals. And right. Have you ever been to a bullfight? People are saying people are like that, too. I went to a bullfight in Mexico. Did you a real one? And I and I rode the bus, the public bus back with did chickens you, and all that stuff on it. Did you in the Rebel, did you run? The Rebel, the Rebel. Did you do the run? <laughs> no, there was no run in this There's one. There's a bull run. Yeah, that's that's, that's one of the places. The arena. That's one of the places where people get the it reminded the me beef of, skewer. You, you yes. know, in Gladiator, where they had the uh, the people fighting, it was the same type of thing, man. People were just like, yeah. God, get them blood! It was pretty nasty. And well, this went to you thought I went dark, but well, uh, have you ever, so wild you have animals. Been, so, long story hey, short. so, so, even I had a, we had a friend. Wildlife. We had a friend that was uh, feeding their chickens the other day. Mrs. Grant told me about this yesterday. We got a couple of laying hens. A friend was feeding their chickens. They had a rooster. And that rooster jumped on her, jumped on the back of her leg. Sliced the back of her leg wide open with his spur. And she said, "What? What, what just that was happened? Nicole what the told heck? That was, was that a her, was Nicole? Yeah, was it Nicole that told me that? Yeah, spurred the back of her leg. Yeah, it wasn't that bad? I mean, she was, I, but she's the scared of roosters to begin with. Well, oh, okay. now this tells you right there. I tell you what, you need. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation or a safe." farm and ranch operation than having well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment ranching equipment fencing feeders rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on farm and ranch market today at farmranchstore.com our buddies over there have all the supplies all the gear if you're a landowner and you have whether you got one acre 10 acres a thousand acres. Farmranchstore.com has all the gear you need. Farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. 
All right, we've got a whole other hour of the number one outdoor radio show. We'll talk a little politics on the flip side, but we'll also have your Armed Citizens Report, your Peter Report, all that more. Catch it right here, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.